1: Help is on the way. That is a very comforting statement, even if you tend to believe you don't need help. And we'll take a look at all of that next on today's broadcast of Truth For Today. From Valley Bible Church, here in Hercules, greetings and welcome. Truth for Today is the name of the radio program. Our teacher and pastor is Pastor Phil Howard, who takes us back to the book of John today, chapter 14, verses 15 through 27. His message is called Help is on the Way, and that's exactly what Jesus is telling His disciples and you and I, that when He leaves, He will send help. Help for us on a day-to-day basis in the person and work of the Holy Spirit. That's what we're looking at. Please join us. Here's Pastor Phil now with today's broadcast of Truth For Today.
2: So that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. He says this several more times in the upper room. These are unconditional promises. What in the world do they mean? Number one, whatever we ask in his name. Now, does this mean, uh, uh, Jesus, give me this, give me that, uh, bless my 401k, uh, I let my mother-in-law get sick so she won't come to the house, uh, in Jesus' name. Now, did God hear that? See, you used a little rabbit's foot you tacked on the end of a prayer. In Jesus' name. Now, that's just a title. Scripture, the name of God stood for all that God was. The name of God. That's why you don't take the name of God in vain. It stands for his character, uh, for his integrity, who he is. And Jesus said, I'll be up there And when you come up with any request at the bank of heaven you need two signatures mine and yours and if you come and ask for anything you need to do the work I'm commissioning you to do to represent me in my word and to do the will of God I will do it because James will tell us he doesn't give you a help to fulfill your own pleasures or for your own selfish interest. He's interested in his work being done on the earth. Come and ask me in my name for the resources I need to do your work. Amen. I'm representing you here on the earth, and I'm asking for your help. Now he says, you'll never hear me say no. If you're not getting any answers to your prayers, guess what the problem is? You haven't asked anything he can grant. You haven't asked according to His will, maybe. Uh, you, you have it to, for whatever, whatever it is. If you've got sin in your heart, uh, you know, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. We get silly stuff around here. A couple comes up here, they're living together, and they're say, Pray, pray my woman won't leave me. I said, No, I'm praying she will. Well, yeah, but we're so tight. Yeah, we know you are, but you're in sin. God's not going to hear what you're asking. You mean you've got to be right on sin to get a prayer answered? Yeah. And some of you said, well, I just soon have a poor prayer life and stay in my sin. You can have it. Keep your sin, but you can't get divine help. You might ask God to help you get out of sin. Now he'll help you do that. Well, you know, I'm kind of in love with it. Oh, okay. Just, just stay out there and wallow. Stay there. You can't get divine help. I had a man when I went to Mary Carolyn, he gave me a great line. He said, if you want Bible blessing, you've got to stand on Bible ground. If you don't want to do the will of God, don't ask for his help. If you don't want to do the work of God, don't ask for his help. If you don't want to love the Word of God and obey it, don't ask God for his help. Go ask Baal. Go ask Sin. Go ask Playboy. But don't ask God. God wants to get his work on this earth. He's not in love with your work. He's in love with his work. He's in love with his word, not your word. He's in love with his plan, his will, not yours. And until he can get you where you want to do his will, his word, his way, you can't have his help. He wants you to represent him. He wants you to represent him. Is God represented in this church is the issue. So he says, I give you a promise. I'll grant whatever you ask me. There's only three conditions. You've got to be believing me. Verse 12 whoever's continually believing me, whoever asks in my name, number two, and number three, whoever's asking for what will bring glory to God. There's the three conditions. I'm believing him. By the way, prayer without faith is a waste of time. God does not answer unbelieving prayer. He that is double-minded is unstable in all of his ways. He's tossed to and fro by the wind and the wave. You must be certain. Our old daddy said one time to me, he said, you know what, Dan, you'll pray 21 days. I said, no, dad, who knows that? He said, well, he prayed 21 days because he didn't get his answer in 20. I said, well, I've never asked for anything I want it that bad. After two days, I give up. He said, because you don't believe it. And then he told me about a time in his life in Fryant, California, where he fasted two days a week. And he'd have to eat because he's working on a dam. And he did that for a month. Two days fast. A day he'd have to eat. Fast and pray for whatever this was. And then two days fast and pray. Eat. Because he's working in 110 degree weather. He had to have his strength. Two days fast and pray. Boom. And then he'd look at us. He told us kids. He, and he would just say this. And I got my answer. And it's been good for over 45 years. I got what. I would not be denied. Do you want anything bad enough from God that you're going to keep knocking, keep seeking, and keep asking? Or is it just a little flight? A, a, a little desire, a little Bob Dylan, you think he is going to satisfy your ever wondering desire. Oh, no, 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 no. When you ask in his name, Lord, we're wanting to make Jesus known to 350 kids at BBS. They need Jesus. We want kids known in our youth group. We want people saved. We don't want people to go to hell. We're trying to make Christ known in the pagan Bay Area. We want to represent You, we need your power, need your spirit, need your word. Can you help us? And if he can't, let's sell the building and give it to charity. If he's not big enough to send us help, I'm out of here because I can't keep the church going. I can't keep me going. But let me tell you what this powerful God does. I think God is willing to channel His power. To weak men and women. I think of, uh, I was just moved uh, about to, I think of two great men of the 1800s, Charles Spurgeon and Dwight L. Moody. Uh, Charles Spurgeon, uh, a 19-year-old preacher that left a little village where they had about 90 people in this village church. And for some reason, They called him to London, to Metropolitan. John Gill had been there for years. The church had dwindled down. Gill was a great theologian. But Spurgeon was the theologian evangelist. Went to the slums of London at 19 years of age. Wasn't even married yet. And uh, just be, at the time he was taking that pastorate, he wanted to get a Bible college education. Taking such a prestigious pulpit though it had dwindled. He went to meet a principal to a Bible college that was in London, and the house servant uh, got mixed up and put Spurgeon at one end of a large house, over here as it were, and put the principal when he came at another end, and she never told either one that the other was there never did introduce, whatever. And so the principal stayed for an hour, hour and a half, and just assumed that Spurgeon wasn't going to show up. So the principal left. After a while, Spurgeon came out, asked the lady of the houses, where's the principal? He said, oh, oh, he left? I, I didn't, was confused. Spurgeon was dejected, and as he left, He said, Jeremiah swept through his soul when Jeremiah talked to his secretary. And he said, seekest thou great things for thyself, seek them not. And so he went out and bought 25,000 volumes and read four volumes a week. When he was 50 years old, was the head of 65 organizations, many orphanages many preaching stations in town. His wife supported the poor preachers of London and England by sending them books every Monday. She became paralyzed after their boys were born. And so his penny library was printed both in the United States and here. Sixty-five organizations when he was only 50 years old. Plus he preached seven times a week. I will get my work done through the week and there will be no mistake about who's doing it. It will be me. Dwight Dale Moody. 1800 Sioux salesman. Goes to Chicago to make his fortune. Winds up getting a burden for street kids. Ghetto kids. Because the respectable churches didn't want the riff riffraff in their churches. So he started a Sunday school in Hell's Kitchen, Chicago, and he paid for a Sunday school teacher. He said, I'll round up the kids, and he'd give them gifts. Every, he knew how to the salesman, and he knew how to get them there. I'll pay you to teach them. Pretty soon, he was gathering a thousand kids every Sunday. But one Sunday, the Sunday school teacher couldn't make it. And rather than to dismiss them let them go, he got up and began to teach them a Bible lesson. And God saved a bunch of kids. And from that day on, he found out I want to not only have you pay the bill, I want you to communicate my word. Someone said to him one time, You know what, Moody? You seem to be doing the work of 10 men. He said, Oh, you forget, there's two of us working. You know what I like to say? There's four of us working. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and me. So can God get anything done with you with that much help? I've got the Son in me. I've got the Spirit in me. I've got the Son in me. Ephesians 4, 6, the Father's in you all. Romans 8, 9, if you don't have the Spirit, you're not God's child. I've got the Spirit. All of Him, not a half of Him, not three. I've got the whole person in Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians one i I've got all three members living in me. And I'm in them. So that's a six-fold relationship. I'm in the Son. The Son's in me. I'm in the Father. The Father's in me. I'm in the Spirit. The Spirit's in me. Friend, that's enough help for God to do something through you. God can do something. I don't care how weak you are. God has never been impressed with what men called strong because the strong men of the age crucified his son the wise men of the age rejected his son so he said I chose the foolish thing so I could get the glory you know why God chose you you're weak enough that when the work gets done we won't make any mistake of knowing who did it R.W. Dale went to hear Moody when he was in England and after he met Moody and had an interview, he said, you know what, Mr. Moody? Having seen what's going on and having met you, I see no relationship between what's going on and you. The work is great, and I'm meeting a plain shoe salesman. Guess who was doing the work? From the third heaven. I will to tell you a story. You folks aren't used to these stories because you're homegrown folks. You're all urbanites. I, I grew up around a guy named Thacker. And I used to go to his church in Fresno. He was a kid preacher. He got saved in the hills of Arkansas when he was about 14. His pastor, for some reason, asked him if he'd preach for the church. Just a 14, 15-year-old. No, barely could read. He was just a plow boy. And so, Cliff tells me, I said, yeah. Gave his testimony wound up preaching every night for six to eight weeks. And God seemed to save everybody within 20 miles of that little country church. But he said one day, he was plowing in the field, in his father's field, and he was plowing and doing these meetings. And a guy was coming down the hill with a a load of coal. Had a team, he was driving, had this load of coal, he was one of the old timers in the community. And he was coming down that hill. When he got down, he came up right alongside where Cliff was uh, plowing. The kid. And he pulled up and put on the brakes. And this old man said to Cliff, Cliff, are you aware God's made a preacher out of you? You're a preacher boy. And Cliff said, oh, no, no, no. No, no, you're, you're say I'm just a plow boy, God save. I'm just a plow boy, God save. Son, aren't you aware of what's been going on in this community? Every night you preach, another bootlegger saved. Another wife beater saved. We got a 14 to 15 year old untaught kid. Something's going on, boy. God's made a prayer. No, sir. No, sir. And right there, he said, the spirit of God arrested him. and said, don't ever say again, God had not called you to preach. And he said, it was years before denomination laid hands on me. It was years before men laid their hands on him. But he said, they're next with a team of mules and a coal. Wagon filled with coal and said, right there in that field, God ordained me. I'll work through you, Cliff. You just preach. I'll do the greater works. I'll channel my resources through you. Now I want to ask you this. Do you represent Jesus or do you represent yourself? Don't worry about representing Valley. What's Valley? Valley someday will be a has-been will burn the building of the Antichrist to get it. He can have it. Where I'm going, I won't need it. But do you represent Jesus personally? You know the old line that says, the only Jesus some people ever see is in you. Because he, our God, all three members have now chosen to be invisible again. None of them are in view. And the only place they can get any display is through his body. The head is in the heavens. The body is on the earth. And we're supposed to represent him. You'll be my witnesses when the spirit comes. You'll represent my love. You'll represent my work. You'll represent my words. Oh, I want a body that I could be represented in. And I'll send you all the resources you need. If you just give me yourself. If I did it with those 11. I could do it with you. Why don't some of you quit warming a pew. And get involved in the work. And don't go sign up enlistment. Just to get over the guilt. I make the announcement. You won't last a month. And you'll be miserable and mad. That I talked you into it. (laughs) Don't. Don't. Why did God save you? He wants to get his work done through you. Does he need you? Eh, yeah, no. He doesn't, because you're a big liability that he has to keep supplying his spirit to overcome our inferiorities, our weakness. Uh, just some of you got a lousy personality. <laughs> your mate, take, it takes the grace of God for your mate to stand you. So how could God be represented through you? had not smiled in a year. You know what? You got to say, I'm tired of living my words, my way, my work. I want your will, your way, your work. Here I am. Infuse your power, infuse your power. Aren't you thirsty to do the greater works? Would that God would st- do greater works. You know, to me, I, I, I have to say, it's being out at VBS, I want to thank you 170 or so volunteers that helped pull off VBS. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks. And Carolyn and Andrea and the team. So glad it's over. I'm hoping to get my wife back. Uh, and uh, I was there Thursday night when they kind of draw the net probably 40 to 50 little lives went in there how did we know which ones it took didn't take but I just thought our teaching staff the lessons Marilyn and Grant and I think of the Nicosia family and other teachers and the tracks All we are trying to do is represent Jesus and what he wants to do in a boy or girl's life. It's not our idea to save. It's his idea. We could be content to let him go to hell. Just keep my pleasures coming. But that's not why he saved us. He saved us for good works that will show him off. Would you please start advertising someone beside yourself? Start advertising how wonderful Jesus is. I learned a simple little course. There's my dad, of course. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. I forget all, da 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 da, and all of his majesty. Oh, Spirit divine, make Jesus sublime. Oh, let Oh, let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. I want to pray for you, and then we're going to close with a heart panting for the living God. Some of you may be here without Christ, and some may be here that you've never surrendered yourself to begin to tap in on this great power. Our Father, the invisible Father we have. And now an invisible Savior, even with a physical body, you've chosen to be invisible for these 2,000 years. We can't wait to see you. It's going to be wonderful. And I must say, Jesus, Jesus, I want to handle your feet. I want to touch your hands. I have to say it. I do. I want my hands on you. I I don't want to just look at you on the throne. I want to be up and touch you. The disciples got to touch you in your resurrected body. And if it's just your feet, that'd be okay. I'm not worthy to be on your throne. But you said, you said, I shall reign with you someday. You will reign. You will be heirs and co-heirs. I can't hardly take it in just to handle your nail scarred feet seems too much but then for you to reserve a seat for me to reign with you how how can it be you're deeper wider and greater than my poor mortal tongue can describe but Jesus I believe you're in the father and I believe he's in you and I believe I'm in you And you're you you and me. And so I'm going to represent you. For whatever days I have left. I want you. I hear Paul say in Philippians 1. I seek that Christ be seen as magnificent in my body. While I live. Show Christ to be magnificent. Christ to be magnificent. Father if there's anyone here that doesn't know you. I pray your spirit will take the veil off their eyes and show them Christ. If there's a believer that's grieving the spirit out of your will, not letting you work through them, may your spirit so woo them and embrace them as to melt them to say, I can represent the potter. He's a great potter. We pray this for the glory of Christ. Amen.
1: And with that, we come to the end of our time together here on Truth For Today. The ministry of Alley Bible Church here in Hercules with our teacher and pastor, Pastor Phil Howard. You can also write to us at 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. 94547 is the zip code. Now, the easiest way to get in touch with us would be through our website, truthfortodayradio.org. Now, as you stop by, you'll be able to drop us an email, but then take advantage of the many resource materials we have available, again, there at truthfortodayradio.org. You'll also be able to find out more about Valley Bible Church here in Hercules, who we are, what we believe, worship times, directions, and the like. Again, truthfortodayradio.org, or again, simply call 855-833-9864. Would you also bear in mind this radio broadcast is available through listener support. As you link arms with us financially, we are able to continue the ministry here on this radio station. So please consider that as you contact us. And then come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil
0: Howard.